We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Erie County Clerk, Mickey Kearns. Mickey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Mickey, this uh, this primary has heated up um, for the office you hold now, the Erie County Clerk's Office. Uh, what are your thoughts heading into the primary? Well, my thoughts are this is a very complex office. Uh, in 2021, we processed over $160 million in transactions, over $2 billion in real estate. Uh, we generated a $6.5 million surplus, which goes into the Erie County's general fund, uh, $19.8 million for the county road fund, uh, we created a new dealer division uh, to help our, our dealers in New York State. We've expanded hours of operation. But, yeah, Joe, it, it, it's gotten pretty nasty. And I've been in politics for quite some time, and uh, I've never seen a more nasty race. The Erie County Clerk's Office is not a national. Uh, I ran in state politics, uh, you know, attacking me on my uh, position uh, on many of national issues. This is about customer service. This is about how you can run the office. And my opponent has attacked me numerous times on issues that really don't have to do with the office. I've been on this show uh, many times, but, you know, it's either financial, auto bureau, pistol permits, veteran services, technology. Of course, you know, I need three shows to talk about the zombie property initiative with nearly 4,600 people who are 90 days or more behind on their mortgage constituent communication, clerk on the go. You know, Joe, my record speaks for itself. I've been the most independently elected official in Erie County. But when you have the party bosses, uh, they don't like that I'm independent, uh, that I don't have to bow to them. And that goes back to my days in Albany when I took on Sheldon Server, and he monetized the office, and he was left in handcuffs, and I was there to serve in the Democratic majority. It's just ridiculous going forward and forward, that it should be based on what is going on in the office and not issues that are, are clouding the voters and confusing the voters and why this office is so important. And, and you know, I, I want to get to all the things that um, that your opponent brought up, but it seems like a lot of things are those, um, those big political uh, th- uh, topics that your opponent is bringing up. Mickey, I just want to know from you, what in the clerk's office, where... What topic, what issue do you think you spend a majority of your time on? We spend a tremendous amount of time on customer service. You know, we had over 600,000 transactions every year. Uh, we serve not only uh, the residents of Erie County, we serve the legal community. Uh, we serve the uh, auto bureau, uh, the NFADA, the car dealers. You know, the, the car sales 
Uh, at one point in time, it took, before I became clerk, it was 35 days to get a, a registration. You only get a temporary registration uh, when you purchase a car. You know, Joe, we got that down to five days. And you talk to people like uh, Wester, where they do nearly 62,000 transactions with the Erie County Clerk's Office. Most of this is customer service. And you're talking about our registrar's office. You know, during COVID-19, I could have shut down the business of Erie County. Uh, we didn't do that. Uh, people like Douglas Jamal, who is investing in our community, uh, we stayed open. I found a way to get it done during COVID-19. When Governor Cuomo shut down our auto bureaus to the public, they closed them down. What did I do? I was innovative. We did curbside service so people could get their CDL. So this is a very complicated job. I mean, this is something you don't walk into. And then what I've done is I've expanded the duties. We work with uh, the Erie County Legislature, and we work with the West New York Law Center, Belmont. Uh, we now have a housing crisis. And as you know, I've said this numerous times, I helped draft the legislation in Albany. And we go out and we meet with the supervisors, Democrat and Republican, big counties and small counties, and we give them the information. Because when you're talking about 4,600 people that are 90 days or more behind on their mortgage, and then we issued a report that there are nearly 13,000 people that are $500 or more behind on their county taxes. Uh, this is the office that handles uh, those types of things. So uh, I did work at a law firm uh, for seven years. I'm not an attorney. I have uh, legal credentials. Uh, my experience here speaks for itself. But this is a complex office, and customer service is paramount. And it's even more important today because New York State, um, I want to just explain this to my opponent, we are an agent of the state. That means we don't make our own policy. Uh, we work with them. And, uh, you know, New York State is having customers going online. And if you don't have good customer service, if you don't have a new appointment system like I instituted and helping people get through the process, if you remember, they used to make jokes about the DMV. We're getting people out in five to six minutes. That's unheard of. People are going in and saying, I, I don't understand what's going on. How did this all change? It changes because every day I'm looking at analytics on the office. Every day I'm talking to the managers and I'm saying, how can we get better? And that's just not the auto bureau. It's the pistol permit office. It's actions and proceedings. I mean, this is a complex office. Mickey, let's uh, let's go right down the uh, the list of uh, of things that that your opponent has uh, has brought out and, and brought out in the last uh, in the last segment or the the attacks uh, from your opponent. The first being something you talked to Channel Two about, and they referenced this show. Um, talked about the hiring of a relative of yours. Uh, that was one of the uh, first things that were brought up when Chairman Zellner was on the show last week. Uh, what's your response to that? Sure. You know, we hired the most qualified, competent people. We had a, a clerk that was here for four years. Uh, she retired after COVID. She did a great job. And then we did move uh, someone in there, our legal clerk. We promoted from within. He moved into the job of deputy clerk. Um, he received his dream job, and he left after nearly a few months. And, you know, I'm excited. I want young people to have an opportunity. And he moved forward, and uh, Mr. Linder uh, was, happened to be there. And, you know, it's funny because I'm glad she said it. He is qualified for the position, and she stated that he is qualified. Uh, but I'm not worried about Mr. Linder's qualifications. I'm worried about Ms. Hartman's qualifications. I do not think she's qualified or fit to be county clerk on some of the policies. She stated, like, bringing 
guns into the DMV or any clerk's office at any time for a gun buyback program. Can you imagine, Joe, bringing your 16-year-old kid in for the rite of passage, and you bring them in to get their permit, and you're going to let guns being dropped off at these facilities? I mean, I spoke with the district attorney this week. I spoke with New York State this week. I spoke with the Erie County Sheriff. And nobody, and I spoke with the state DMV, uh, Department of Field Investigation, no one supports this idea. It was an idea to take advantage of the shootings on Jefferson Street, which she should be ashamed of herself. Trying to take advantage of gun laws, things that are happening in the community. You know, this isn't about scoring political points. This is about uh, talking to people and making sure that you do the best possible thing. So for me, I'm glad she finally admitted that Mr. Linder is duly qualified. He was vetted by the current district attorney. He worked for him for a number of years. He was chief of staff to the Buffalo Common Council, and we made the right decision. It's not Mr. Linder I'm concerned about. It's Ms. Hartman I'm concerned about. You mentioned the uh, her idea for the gun buyback. She put out an entire list of uh, ways to address gun violence. Uh, any other comments on that? Sure. We already work with crisis services uh, when you go to the gun shows. Um, remember, uh, we used to get 2,000 pistol permits in this office, um, and she had a mailer saying that I'm doing a good job, that I'm getting people through the process. Once again, not understanding the office. This is a uh, ministerial office. We only begin the application. You then have to get a background check, and then there is a hearing officer, uh, Judge Bowler, who makes the final decision. Uh, so for me, um, you know, whether it's uh, gun locks, we're already giving them away at the gun show. Uh, we were working with crisis services on many of our ideas nearly two years ago with the previous sheriff. Uh, however, uh, COVID-19 hit. And when COVID-19 hit, uh, that is something that was really impacted. And look at suicide uh, by our veterans. We put on our Thank of that card the number of crisis services. So when people are facing that time, I just lost a great friend and a neighbor of mine. I've experienced suicide in my own family. It's something I don't want anyone to ever experience. It's horrific uh, when people are at their lowest, and unfortunately, they leave us behind. So believe me, I'm very sensitive uh, to that issue and all the issues when it comes to gun safety. Another uh, another attack that, again, I heard from Chairman Zellner on his Twitter and on this program and from Supervisor Hartman is your appearance on Tucker Carlson. This is a Democrat primary uh, on Tucker Carlson talking about New York State wanting to issue uh, illegal aliens or illegal immigrants um, license. What's your response to her attack on that? Sure. You know, that's going back to 2019. Uh, the green light law was a very controversial law. Matter of fact, our current governor, Kathy Hochul, I didn't even take a strong stand on her. If you read the New York Times article, she said she was going to have guns and she was going to have armed gun security guards at the door so people couldn't get in. Um, many of the clerks were concerned because this is an office of verification. So if you come into the clerk's office and you do not have the proper documents, whether you're a citizen, uh, whether you're here on a visa, uh, whether you are uh, looking for a green light license, uh, you have to have the proper documentation. And many of the clerks, just not me, uh, many of the clerks throughout the state of New York uh, are Democrats and Republicans, and nearly unanimously uh, they had concerns about the green light law. Uh, really coincidentally, we worked with the Poland Cars Administration, we worked with the county attorney's office, he has to approve 
uh, the, count, uh, the county attorney's office, working with the county executive, he has to approve that outside counsel. So, you know, we took that to court based on uh, constitutionality. It wasn't based on, um, you know, what she is saying. And unfortunately, we weren't successful. And today we're issuing uh, green light laws. We're following the law. But that was something that we worked in partnership with the administration. And uh, I just can't unilaterally say I'm going to file a lawsuit. Once again, it's my opponent not understanding the office, not understanding that you just can't create policy out of thin air. Mickey, why do you want the Democratic um, nomination? You've been successful running as a Republican. What was uh, your, your um, reasoning for getting into the Democrat primary? Sure. I've always maintained my Democratic affiliation. I started out as a council member uh, in the city of Buffalo. Uh, I was a Democrat. Now, I do remember the day uh, back in 1987 when I registered to vote. Uh, I do remember that day in June of 1987. Uh, I didn't forget that. I thought it was a very important right. It was my duty as a citizen. I never knew I was going to be an elected official. Um, never missed an election. Uh, one time, I think a school board election, uh, because I was consulting and I was away in Ohio. But I knew it was my duty to be a good citizen. My parents taught me that. And, um, you know, I ran and I wanted to run. I ran for mayor of the city of Buffalo. I ran for mayor on the Democratic line. And when I wanted to run for New York State Assembly, uh, the political bars, bosses, as you know, in a special election, they get to choose. So, of course, um, you know, the, uh, the chairman at that time, which is the current chairman today, uh, he did not want to choose me uh, because uh, they can't control me because I am independent. I can't be bought. I can't be bullied by the bosses. And, uh, you know, I probably wasn't going to run, but I got a call from the Independence Party, and, and they encouraged me to run, and I did run. I ran on the Republican and the Independence line. Later that year, um, I ran on the Democratic line, and I was accepted into the Democratic caucus. I caucused with the Democrats until Sheldon Silver uh, and his, uh, some of the cronies in Albany, some of the, my colleagues, they were sexually harassing young interns. I decided to stand up to Sheldon Silver and say, enough is enough. I left the conference. Uh, I didn't join the Republican conference. Uh, I conferenced with myself. I was a conference of one. I had a conscience. And then when Sheldon Silver was let off in handcuffs, I went back and I was accepted in good standing into the Democratic conference and when I left Albany. It's just funny how I maintain my uh, affiliation. I've never changed. And we've had other, look at other Democrats, our current uh, district attorney, John Flynn, who I support 100%. He ran on the Republican line, and he ran on the Democratic line for a countywide office, and there was no discussion on this from Mr. Zellner. Do you know why, Joe? It's called hypocrisy. And when I have my opponent, who is a lifelong registered Republican, and she wasn't even the initial pick of the party, they wanted Mary Hosler, who was and currently is a registered Democrat, and they coaxed her into running, and I don't know what they promised her, and I hope it's a good job. But, you know, like my previous opponent, who got a good job in the, in the, in the Poland Cars administration, uh, I don't know why, but here are the facts. The facts are I've always have been a Democrat. My opponent has always been a Republican. She voted in the 2016 Republican primary for either uh, Donald Trump or for Ted Cruz. That's a fact. She can't pull that back. She can't backpedal. Uh, even last year, in June of 2021, she endorsed uh, our current sheriff, John Garcia, uh, as a Republican, 
uh, for Erie County Sheriff. She didn't support the Democratic candidate at that time. Only when she had a political opportunity to better herself, she says, I am now a Democrat. And I find it insulting that as a Buffalo Common Council member, as a candidate for mayor, as a former garbage man, uh, as someone who uh, represented one-third of the city of Buffalo in the city of Buffalo in the New York State Assembly and as county clerk, that I've been continually called a racist. I want that, re- I want that uh, rescinded and taken back. This is from someone who's probably never seen Jefferson Avenue, uh, probably until this election. So I talk to the community. I'm accepted by the community. And yesterday, when I went to the Juneteenth Parade, it wasn't like, hi, how are you doing? Who are you? It was, Mickey, good to see you. Kearns, good to see you. I'm tired, sick and tired of uh, this politics of destruction uh, when it comes to candidates, that they can just throw things around and say, maybe it'll stick if we call this candidate a racist. Uh, maybe it'll stick. Look at the facts are she's a lifelong Republican until she changed recently for this office. She'll continue to have uh, those types of things. Uh, you don't want that. This is a non-political office and it should stay a non-political office and keep the party bosses out. Mickey Kearns, Erie County Clerk. Mickey, final uh, final plea to voters as they head to uh, polls and early voting and then on primary day. Look at I'm qualified uh, you know who I am. 18 years of public service. You don't have to guess who I am. You know, you know what my resume is. My opponent has played fast and loose with the facts. Uh, that's her resume to the public. She's going to have to live with that. You know, I'm going to stay resilient. We have many different plans coming forward. Uh, I'm excited uh, to continue to be your Erie County clerk without the political influence. And I'll tell you, you know what? I want everyone uh, to have a good and happy Father's Day. I was at uh, Elam Church today. I was praying for my enemies today, Joe, and I'm praying for everyone. You know, we need to get this community together, not take advantage of uh, events that happen to try to score political points. So I'm praying for, you know, everyone, my opponent. I'm praying for Jeremy Zellner. I don't hate anyone. Uh, I want everyone to uh, thrive. But the sermon today was about resiliency, and I'm going to stay resilient, and I'm not going anywhere. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.